Hi everybody and welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. My name is Kim Hamer and I am your host. And this podcast is all about the unique, fun, creative, and really super helpful ways you can support your friend dealing with cancer or loss. And that friend could be a coworker, a family friend, a family member, or even someone close to you. Now I came to this place, um, not on purpose. (laughs) My husband was diagnosed with cancer twice. And during our journey um, through his cancer and actually in his death at the age of 44, I learned a lot about what are really helpful things that people can do and say and what are not helpful things that people can do or say. And before I got cancer, before my husband got cancer, um, I hate to admit this, but I used to say the wrong thing all the time. I used to use this one phrase, which I thought was being so helpful. And it turns out it was one of the worst things that I could ever say. And that phrase is, if you need anything, let me know, or any variation of. Now, I know that probably many of you have said it, and you're probably feeling a little bit of shame or maybe anger, and you want to hear more about why that phrase is not a good phrase. So I'm actually going to encourage you to stop listening right now and go back to the very first podcast, which is titled, Don't Say, If You Need Anything, Let Me Know. And there I go into detail about why it's the least helpful phrase you can say to someone who you care about. Um, so he had cancer and one of the things that I noticed was there were two types of people in our lives at the time. There were those who just seemed to know what to offer, what kind of help to offer. They just had an instinct and so they would just do it. And then there were those who didn't know what to say and often said the wrong thing or did something that caused additional stress. They didn't mean to. It wasn't their fault. And that was the camp that I was in before my husband had cancer. So I set out to help them and help myself, really. I wrote that book. I wrote a book. It's probably more for myself than anybody else. And it's called 100 Acts of Love, A Girlfriend's Guide to Loving Your Friend Through Cancer or Loss. You can find it on Amazon. And I call it acts of love because that is what it felt like when someone brought over a casserole. It was like, here's a casserole and we love you. We're going to make sandwiches for your kids, lunches for your kids because we love you. So every kind thing that someone did for us, it felt like it was just this little, little act of love and every act of love mattered. And that's what I really want you to know is that I know in times like this, we can sometimes downplay how important we are to our friend with cancer, but I will tell you this, you are uniquely qualified to do that one thing that will bring your friend with cancer a little bit of love. So please make sure that you remember that. All right. So on this podcast, we're going to talk on this, this, this podcast episode, we are going to talk about food. Now, the thing about food is that most of the time we think about when we hear someone has cancer, we want to bring over food because it feels like that's the comforting thing to do. But the thing about cancer is it depends on the type of treatment your friend is going through. And if it's chemo, 
chances are she or he are not going to be able to eat the food that you bring over to them. And here's why. I'm going to get a little science for y'all. Here's why. Chemo starts to affect the inner, it, it affects fast growing cells. And fast growing cells on the body are your hair cells, cells on your tongue, which regenerate, I think daily, which crazy to me, as well as lining uh, the hairs that line the stomach and the intestines. So when your friend is in the middle of chemo, they usually can't eat all the foods that we think we'd want to eat if we had cancer. So if you are, if you want to bring food to someone who lives by themselves, probably if you want to do something nice for someone who lives by themselves, giving them food is probably not the thing to do. Now, that being said, if you live, if you, if your friend with cancer has family, bringing food is the best thing to do. As a caregiver for my husband, it was really hard to manage making sure that I had food in the house and could cook dinner and take care of my husband and our three children. So this was a fantastic way to help. Now, how do you help? Well, let me tell you the best tip. So like I said, my husband had cancer twice. The first time when people bought food, I had to make sure that I was home to receive the food. And I'm so grateful that I was, and I was able to make that happen. But I got to be really honest. It was exhausting at times because when you're going to bring food to your friend, what you want to do is you want to get a little information. You want to check in on them. You want to make sure that she or he is okay. So you present this casserole that you've made from a great, from your great aunt's recipe. You know it's the best food in the world. And then you, she opens the door and you present the food and then you say, how are you? And that question, although it's very innocent and you really mean it, can be exhausting. But your friend with cancer is not going to let you know that because you just bought her food. And so she's not going to say, I don't want to talk right now unless she's really super, super exhausted. So she's going to take the food and she's going to answer the question. And here's the thing about that question. It gets asked a lot. I was asked a lot. My husband was asked a lot. Even our children, although they were very young, people would say, how is your dad? And my nine-year-old daughter wasn't always sure how to answer that question. So it's a, although it's a well-meaning question, it's a hard question. But here's the tip. Sorry, I got a little, I got a little away from myself. The tip is put a cooler by the front door. When my husband had cancer the first time, we didn't have a cooler. When he had cancer the second time, a friend suggested that. And I was like, whoa, it was like the angels were speaking. It was such a fantastic tip because it gave myself and my husband the option to answer the door. There were days that we both really would, would, would love the company and we were welcoming it and we were feeling really good and rested. And so we were happy to have people come by and stop and visit and talk. And then there were days that we were both completely run down. And the idea of opening the door and talking to someone was just too much. So putting a cooler by the front door gave us the option. Now, I've since heard from other people with cancer that how this tip has really helped them a great deal. So it's a really fantastic tip. 
Now, some little side things. Make sure you put, you add, um, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Those things, oh my God, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Oh, make sure that you add in freezer packs, right? Those little ice packs in there, especially if it's in the summer and it's gonna be left in there for, you know, three to four hours. And also, here's another fantastic tip which was so helpful, and that is, Make sure that the food is delivered in containers that do not need to be returned. And here's why. Your friend with cancer may look like they have the full deck. They do not. She does not. He does not. They are not dealing with a full deck of cards because their focus is on getting through this difficult time in their lives. They're focused on not being nauseous, on not throwing up. They're focused on putting one foot in front of the other. They're focused on the chemo treatment tomorrow. They're focused on tests. They're not thinking about the dish that you just dropped off that you want back. And they're probably going to forget that it's yours and they're probably going to put it away someplace or maybe they're going to give it away because they're going to be like, I don't remember how this dish got in the house. And so it's really important that you de-stress them as best as possible. And one of the best ways to do that is to put food in containers that do not need to be returned. Now, while Art had cancer, I kept a blog, and I think it was at artnagel.blogspot.com. At any rate, in the in one one of the posts, I had a picture of my husband who was six foot six inches tall, and we had stacked up all the returnable all the non-returnable containers that people had given us, and it was about nine feet tall. So it was the height of him plus another three feet. It was really cool to see, and those were the best containers. They took so much pressure off of me and off of him on remembering whose dish it was and and did they need it back and when they needed it back. So that is the other additional tip. So that is it for this episode of this podcast. I hope that you will come back again. Um, really, really excited that you're here. And please, if you could be kind enough to do me a quick favor, and that is to hop on over to iTunes or to Stitcher and make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And also, please leave a comment. Any review you leave is really helpful and it helps somebody else who's running around wondering how they can be helpful to their friend with cancer find this podcast. So if you do that, you're actually being of service to somebody else. All right. So that is it. I'm so looking forward to talking to you next week. Please, please, please remember. Oh, wait, one more thing. Um, if you have a specific question that you want me to ask and you want me to share with our with my other listeners, I am so happy to do so, and I will do it anonymously. Anonymously, so don't worry. You can email me the question, and I won't call you out because maybe you're afraid that it's a stupid question. But there are no stupid questions when it comes to helping your friend with cancer. Um, so you can email me at info at one hundred actsoflove.com. That's one zero zero actsoflove.com. And I might do a whole podcast on your one great question. Okay, so that is it. Please, please, please remember above all else that you matter. You are uniquely qualified to help your friend through cancer in this one specific area. And she or he needs you to show up. You are important. You matter. All right, until next week. Thank you so much for joining me. Take care. Bye-bye.